Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Press submit on the picks. Sipping on the iced Americano. Don't even know what day it is. Who cares? We're going to California in the morning. Welcome in. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuana is coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You can march into savings with Northwest Motorsports Markdown Madness. Northwest Motorsport providing special APRs all March long. Get a truckload of savings on the greatest selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks at Northwest Motorsport. I'm going to have to go see Northwest Motorsport when I get back, I think. My car blew up in Wisdom, Montana on uh, Sunday, and uh, it's still in Butte. And I, you know, wanted to have a positive attitude for you guys throughout the rest of this show this week. And I wanted to com- com- complete our tournament takeover with some zest, so I haven't even worried about it. But I promise you this. During my upcoming travels to the NCAA tournament down in San Diego, California, I will certainly be visiting nwmsrocks.com and checking out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. What kind of truck should I get? Should I get a truck? Maybe I should get an SUV. I don't really know. How about you text us? Let us know. What should me, Colter Nuanas, get? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests, either call or text, will join us. Be the Rangers Brothers RV phone line today. You're also going to want to remember that because about 445, we got some wings, a little wing it Wednesday action for you, prep hoop style. So we'll give you some wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We also have an interview prepared by Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Missoula with Ben Johnson, the head coach of the Colstrip Ponies, uh, Colstrip Colts, excuse me, uh, as they captured the Class B Girls State Championship. So, uh, fun to make the rounds and catch up with all the state champions. What else we got in the show today? More details on our bracket challenge. More commentary on the NCAA tournament because it got underway last night. A pair of games for the first four. Texas Southern and Indiana moving on. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Wyoming going home. Two more first four games tonight. 
And uh, then the big dance, the whole shooting match for the men's side gets started in full force on Thursday. We're also going to hear from Abdul Muhammad, a senior from the Montana State men's basketball team. MSU has arrived in San Diego, California. So uh, we will meet them there, but we have a couple people joining us from there. I talked to Abdul before he left. He's one of the three super seniors for the MSU Bobcats as they make their way to the big dance. We'll also hear from Alex Eshelman. She's from California, not quite Southern California, more Central California, uh, El Dorado Hills to be exact. But she's familiar with the area, and she is on the ground covering the Bobcats as well. So she will join us for our Montana State Minute. She's a reporter at SWX Montana Television for those that haven't been following along all academic year. But she's been great all through football season and basketball season. So look forward to catching up with Alex. We're also going to talk some state hoops with Alex as well because she did not actually get to go to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. But... A good consolation prize because she got to be in Bozeman for the Class B state championships, which are awesome. I mean, what, what great tournaments. Three Forks and, and Colstrip come out as the respective champions. And uh, so we'll get some insight from her on what the experience was like at the Bricks. It looked like it was a great environment, great atmosphere, and some sweet high school basketball as well. Ben Johnson from Colstrip will join us about 445. That'll also be your opportunity to get some wings, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Top of the hour, more bracket stuff, and our ESPN Roundtable. Paradise Falls is the presenting sponsor of both the ESPN Roundtable and the Nuanas Now Bracket Challenge. So maybe I'll share a couple of my picks with you. You can't see my bracket until you enter your bracket, and none of none of us can see each other's brackets until the tournament starts tomorrow. I like the new feature on ESPN. No peaky, no peaky, no looky. We used to play that game in uh, poker with my dad. But I don't want you stealing my my upset thunder. But we'll go through our bracket challenge. And also, Leon Costello, the athletic director for Montana State, will join us to talk about just this epic run uh, that Montana State's been on these last couple months that included a national championship game appearance in football and both the men's and women's basketball teams going dancing with the NCAA tournament beginning later on this week. And then about 5.30, we'll have our last for this season this spring, or I guess what it, this is the close of winter, I'm, I'm having feelings of spring. I, I, I had the sun. The sun was out. I, I usually don't leave the studio until about an hour after the show gets done because, you know, we're usually uh, half an hour. This kind of depends. Depends on what sort of voice work I got to do. But I didn't get out of here until about 645 last night. And I was driving. I was running a little late. I had a dinner date. And um, the sun was still out. That was a glorious occasion. I don't know. I don't really know what the validity or, or any of the, the hype behind the daylight savings um, removal that is is <laughs> on the floor in Congress. I think we have better things to worry about than that at this exact moment in life. I also don't really know, like, where we're at with the government legislating uh, mundane things. Like, are they really going to are they gonna get rid of the leap year because you don't want to plan February 29th? I don't know. Regardless, it was nice to have the sun out, so I got some, some spring fever. But we will have our last... Grizz Star of the Week. But this time it's not going to be featuring one, but several different storylines coming out of Grizz Athletics. The Grizz soccer team got a new transfer today, but she is familiar to people around the state of Montana because grew up in Billings and prepped for a little while at Laurel before heading to um, New Mexico. And Mesa Walters, she'll transfer back to Montana for her last two years of eligibility. Also, Dalton Sneed, former Grizz quarterback, He's got another pro opportunity. He had a cup of coffee in the Canadian Football League. But now Dalton Sneed, he signed with the Vegas Nighthawks uh, earlier uh, this week. So congratulations to him. We'll give you some more details on that. And then, as expected, the NCAA transfer portal continues to whir, as it always does. This time, when it comes to Grizz Hoops, we've got a couple guys in there. So we'll tell you which Grizz are on the move. I, I mean, I'm not that surprised. Uh, I mean, I at this point... There's really nobody that would transfer in men's college basketball that would really surprise me. I mean, heck, the the Big Sky Conference MVP transferred last year in Tanner Groves. So I, I don't really know what else uh, could possibly move the needle for me. It's kind of just I'm kind of just numb to it at this point. It's just kind of the the way that it works. So rather than bemoan it, I just sort of try to follow it and commentate on it and embrace it. Nuanas now can also be streamed live on our station website. You can find this show or any of the other uh, great content on ESPN Radio, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, 
ESPN.com is where you'll find the stream. Just click on Listen Live, and, and you'll find the stream. And you can also always stream us on YouTube as well. Uh, I was texting that station address to Braden Cook, one of our guests yesterday. Braden, one of the standout players for the Helena Capital Bruins after they won the Class AA Boys State Championship. And uh, congratulations to Braden. I actually thought, I, I think I teased this yesterday, actually. I thought the Dougie Peoples from Butte Central and Braden Cook from Helena Capital were two of the three favorites for Montana Boys Gatorade Player of the Year this year. I thought Damon Grovant from Lodgegrass was the third. And Braden Cook today, uh, just a day after being on our show, actually kind of a bummer of timing. I wish we could have just, you know, asked him what his reaction was. But he was named today the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. So congratulations to the Helena Capital senior. And also congratulations to those other two on on great seasons. And congratulations to Damon Grovant on a great career. Passing Elvis Old Bull as an all-time leading scorer for Lodgegrass. That is nothing to sneeze at. That is unbelievably impressive and uh, an unforgettable moment for him. And so we'll see. We'll see where the the winds may take him. But um, incredibly fun to follow his high school career, uh, you know, Paris State Championships, and then uh, placing as a senior, getting to the semifinals, having an all-time classic with Harlem, which we'll talk to Alex Eshelman about. And uh, great, great for him and great for the people of that area and, and uh, of that native nation. And very fun to follow that whole classification this year. Class B boys basketball was awesome. It was it was must-see highlights and must-see check-in-the-box scores. And you're talking, you know, 70-point games, 80-point games. And I'm not talking the teams. I'm talking individuals and a lot of the games in the division in the hundreds for the teams. So pretty fun to watch. And we'll continue our state tournament coverage and recapping throughout the rest of this week and uh, into next week as well. We'll be taking this show on the road one more time. We'll, we'll be on the road, relatively speaking, within the borders of the, the friendly confines of the Treasure State in uh, March and April as well. I think we're going to have a, a little remote action next week from Brett's RV and Marine, so we'll tell you some more details on that a little ways down the line. We're also going to have some remotes in May, uh, courtesy of Sportsbet Montana, which will be very cool as well. But as far as our... Um, Cross-continental jaunting will certainly um, not be doing quite as much of that once basketball is over. But it's been tremendously fun to do this show, whether it's from Laramie, Wyoming, or Ogden, Utah, or Cheney, Washington, or Frisco, Texas, or Boise, Idaho. We've had a lot of fun travel times, a lot of fun covering teams uh, around the Big Sky Conference, around the state of Montana. So, uh one last trip for this NCAA tournament, so we'll be live tomorrow from San Diego. Predetermined spot. We're trying to find a spot. It's not as easy to to uh, swing advertising for people and <laughs> from that far away. They don't they don't really know. They don't they don't know it's coming. I said, hey, we'll bring a bunch of Montana people down there. They like, what, where's Montana? What are you guys talking about? But we will have the show myself and Riley Corcoran tomorrow, and then Friday uh, we'll have a definitive spot. We're going to be doing it from the South uh, the San Diego State campus so um that'd be fun as well and montana state their men's basketball team they play at 11 45 mountain standard time from san diego don't forget to enter our bracket challenge and also don't forget to enter the sports bet montana bracket challenge as well sports bet montana they have um a cool deal going on right now it's free to play all you have to do is have the sports bet montana app the grand prize, five grand. That sounds pretty good. That's like five grand prizes. They also have 50 secondary prizes that are each worth 100 bucks. So you're going to have 51 total winners. That's pretty good. All you got to do is have a Sportsbet Montana account. You can fill out a bracket from anywhere on your phone or computer once you log into your account. They're also giving you a $20 risk-free bet. All you got to do, again, is have a Sportsbet Montana account. Enter the voucher 032022. I'll put that on Twitter as well. But if you want a free $20 risk-free bet, 032022. And you can place, you have to place at least 10 bucks on a specific game or maybe make yourself a little parlay or something. Um, but, you know, free money. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? So we appreciate Sports Bet Montana for all their great support of us here at ESPN Radio in Missoula. Nuana's now 1029 as well as SWX Montana Television. I just put the finishing touches on my bracket. 
So head on over to ESPN.com, search Nuanas Now, or ESPN Missoula, or Nuanas Now ESPN Missoula. All of those will get you there. Still plenty of room. In fact, limitless room in our tournament challenge, which features so many great prizes, almost $3,000 worth of prizes. Thanks to Paradise Falls, our presenting sponsor. They are providing $400 cash for the first place winner, as well as uh, $100 in gift cards for second and third place, respectively. We also got $250 gift card from Dazzler's Car Wash for first place, as well as other various gift cards for second and third from Dazzler's. We got Tag the Area gift cards, AC Hotel gift cards, pitchers from Katie O'Keefe's. And we also have a couple memorabilia boxes from Zootown Sports Cards as well. So we appreciate all of our awesome sponsors. Oh, and of course, we have a $100 gift card from Warden's Market for the first place prize as well. So be sure to go over there. Enter in one entry per person. So I got a lot of texts, calls, and inquiries about this. I know that there's some of you out there that are listening and maybe you have a spouse that you share an email with or, or maybe, you know, you, you have a, a kiddo that wants to enter in as well. And, that, and that's great. Kids are welcome. But if your kid doesn't have his own email address, you're going to have to hook him up with something different if you want to enter as well. If you put your kids in under you, that's going to tell you that you won't be able to enter on, on it either. So you gotta, you're going to have to have separate ESPN usernames, I guess is what I'm saying. So however you want to do that, however you want to sign up for it, but just one entry per person, but that doesn't mean one entry per family. You can certainly all enter. So if you have kids or a spouse or somebody, a girlfriend, whatever, that you want to help enter, just you just got to have a different username. But we just want to have one per entry per person because it is um, such awesome prizes. Last night, the uh, first four got underway. One thing that's kind of fun for me, and I know it's not, I know it's a uh, an ulcer. <laughs> it's, it's some heartburn for the coaches with all this player movement when in college basketball. But I sort of like when I see guys that I used to know, used to cover, or used to watch or whatever, and they matriculate to a different place, and then they end up on a big stage again. We've seen that with the Groves brothers at Oklahoma. They've had a great time there after transfer from Eastern Washington. Both Tanner and Jacob Groves will start for the Sooners. I know Oklahoma not in the tournament this year. Not a surprise because of Law and Kruger uh, retiring last year. So, a little bit of a rebuild in the program, but those guys had good years in the Big 12. That's a couple big wins they were part of, and that's always cool. But Carl Nicholas, or I guess formerly Carl Nicholas, he, he now goes by Jordan Carl Nicholas. He is at Texas Southern, and he had the distinct uh, honor of playing in the first four two years in a row. So the first opening tip of the NCAA tournament last year, Carl Nicholas. And then the first game of this year's first four, Texas Southern again, so Texas Southern now has two NCAA tournament wins, each one in the first four. I'm telling you, that's a better spot to be in than, than, than just getting the 16 and getting drilled, right? Like Norfolk State for the second year in a row against Baylor. I mean, woof. <laughs> it's, it's a tough it's a tough draw. I think I'd rather play a play-in game like Texas Southern. And, now, and you know, now they get to... Go play Kansas. It's not as if that's much easier. Kansas is a one seed as well, and they'll probably get drilled. But at least they get to be on national TV. I believe they get a little bit of NCAA win share. I don't think it's the same as if you win in the field of 64. But still, I think just from building your pro- program, it, it's better. It's more beneficial than just getting a 16 and going and getting whipped. So um, the big sky has just been hovering in this 13 to 15 seed purgatory for 15 years, and it's, it's why the Big Sky has the longest drought of NCAA tournament wins of any of the 32 auto-bid conferences in this tournament. So who knows? Maybe it is a little bit better to be a little bit worse or a little bit better to be a little bit more anonymous. Who knows? But then the other result, Indiana takes care of business against Wyoming. I thought Wyoming got uh, jobbed a little bit by not getting into the field overall. I, I thought Wyoming was good enough this year to be you know, 10 or 11 seed, or maybe just a 12 on their own, not a 12 play-in game. And that's also an incredibly tough draw when you have to play Indiana in Dayton. I mean, Bloomington and Dayton are are not very far from each other. And, you know, I mean, Indiana's going to have... It's Indiana. I mean, they're going to have NBA-caliber players, and they have an NBA coach. I mean, Mike Woodson coached in the NBA for way longer than he's coached in college. So, tough draw for Wyoming, and I thought that they deserved to be in without having the play-in game. But 
The first two losers, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Wyoming. And uh, there's a couple more um, first four games tonight. But I got my bracket all filled out. I'll give you a little tease on what I got, uh, who some of the teams I like a little later on here uh, in the show uh, as we make it into our ESPN roundtable, uh, as well as give you some more details on our ESPN tournament or bracket challenge presented by Paradise Falls. The two games tonight... The first one tips here about 20 minutes. It's a 16-seed matchup between Bryant and Wright State. I will see the winner of this game because Arizona, the one seed in that part of the bracket, is in San Diego. So we'll see the winner of Bryant versus Wright State versus Arizona on uh, Friday. And then the other play-in game is Notre Dame versus Rutgers uh, for the 11 seed. And then that, um, that winner between Notre Dame and Rutgers plays Alabama. So I will, I believe, actually all also see that. I think it's all part of the same regional. So we got a couple play-in games uh, that'll that'll play into um, that same regional. Last note on all this, I went down to Katie O'Keefe's last night for their Calcutta. It was very, very fun. And we also appreciate Katie O'Keefe's for being one of our sponsors for our bracket challenge as well. Uh, but Katie O'Keefe's, they got all sorts of great stuff coming up, including some great drink specials on St. Patrick's Day. They got $5 car bombs and $3 Irish whiskey shots. So pretty fun. If you want to go kick it, they got an Irish vibe. I mean, it's called Katie O'Keefe. So I think they probably know how to throw a pretty good St. Patrick's Day uh, party. But uh, St. Patrick's Day coming quick. In fact, it's tomorrow. So need a place to go celebrate St. Patrick's Day. You can go kick it down there at Katie O'Keefe's. A guy I've had so much fun. I've really had a fun time getting to know some of these guys on the Montana State men's basketball team. The fact that some of their veteran players are from just so many different areas from people that I've I've never really met somebody from um, Ontario or somebody from the United Kingdom or even somebody from Springfield, Illinois. So it's been very fun getting to know guys like Abdul Muhammad and Xavier Bishop and Ahmed Adamu. But Abdul Muhammad, he is a he is a wears emotion on his sleeve type of guy. He's a complete crack-up. He, before he sits down at the post-game press conference after Montana State drills Northern Colorado in the Big Sky Championship on Saturday, he says, y'all can address us as champs. Thank you. (laughs) He just kept on going. Every time any one of his teammates would have a response, he would chime in. He'd hit a one-liner. He got him going all about the chicken wings, which is a story he'll tell here in just a minute. But Abdul Muhammad, a guy who's had... A winding career. He's from Ontario. He was a late bloomer. Didn't start playing high school basketball until late in his high school career. He ends up at Gillette College in Wyoming. Danny Sprinkle recruited him there to go to Cal State Fullerton, but he, he, he decided to go to North Texas. He blows out his knee at North Texas. He's got a couple guys coming ahead of him. He can't get back in the rotation, so he decides to transfer one more time. Danny Sprinkle gives him a call. In the meantime, last year, which he thought was going to be his last year, North Texas is one of the Cinderella's of the tournament, and they win a tournament game, maybe even two. But I definitely know they they won one last year in Indy. And so he was sort of feeling left out. Well, it all came full circle for him now. Abdul Muhammad and the Bobcats, they're going dancing. Well, happy now is our continuing coverage of Montana State heading to San Diego continues here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Appreciate everybody for being with us. We're back from the Big Sky Tournament. We're on the road to San Diego, California, and so are the Montana State Bobcats. 27 wins and counting for MSU after they ran through the Big Sky Conference Tournament. And we're joined now by super senior Abdul Muhammad from the Montana State men's team. Abdul, thanks for being with us, man. How you doing? No, for sure, man. I'm happy to be here, man. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Just... Happy man, living life, high on life, but doing great. I got to tell you, I've been doing this for a long time, covering the Big Sky for a lot, a long time. And one of my favorite press conferences I've ever been to was when you, Jabril Bello, Xavier Bishop, Amadadam were sitting up there. There's this the joy and, and energy coming out of you guys. It was so awesome. It was like you guys were all walking on cloud nine. So just take us through it. After you get a chance to cut down the nets and you get to sit, you know, in front of media from all over the country, that must have been pretty cool for you guys, kind of getting recognized like you did. Man, it's 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 amazing, man. It's things that you kind of like, you, you everyone, you know, you dream of. You you think about stuff like that. You, you just like envision. You see it, and then you want to be in that position, and then just getting that chance. Ultimately, like it was just so uncut. It was raw. Like that was just raw emotion of how we felt, and just it was just awesome to be there and awesome to do it. We talked about it being being forty minutes away from it last year. Just really was the driving factor to our decision on even coming back. 
and doing it. And we was all in from the moment we decided to come back in April. And uh, man, it was just an amazing time. And it's an amazing time to do it with guys you genuinely, genuinely care for. It's so amazing watching that video that Montana State put out, too, of, of Coach Spriggs, Danny Sprinkle, when he first got hired, talking about, hey, you got to dream it into an existence. You have uh-huh. to believe your dreams can come true. And believe uh-huh. me, when you cut down the nets, you guys will have believed that you dreamed it. So how do you make uh-huh. it happen? I mean, how, how do you how do you actually turn a dream into reality? It's, it's it's the belief, man. It really is belief in manifesting things. Like, the, the tongue is a powerful thing, and, like, you can speak a lot of things into existence. Like, for example, man, I when I committed to Montana State in uh, April of 2020, like, I remember I have a text, and I still have. I have a screenshot of it, and I texted Coach Sprink, and I told him, like, we're going to win the Big Sky Conference, and you're going to be called the Big Sky Coach of the Year. And, and, I, and I meant that from day one. And we ultimately didn't get that the first year I got here, and then just – like the support from the booster club members for even giving me an opportunity fundraising getting me opportunity to get a scholarship again is was huge to our success and it just all came full circle and that text i look back at it and i'm just like and it gives me chills because just even putting it in the air and just letting it happen like just for him to be the big sky coach of the year and have as many accolades as we did on our team and uh to actually win it all like it just it just goes to show man that belief and just saying things and actually genuinely believing it a lot of things can come from it Abdul Muhammad joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio, or maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Abdul, a super senior for the Montana State men's basketball team, heading to the NCAA tournament. They play Friday, 11.45 a.m. tip Mountain Standard Time. You can find the game on TNT. And Abdul, let's talk a little bit about your journey. You, you mentioned in one of the press conferences this week that uh, Coach Springle had recruited you the first time around. So was th- that when you were coming out of high school uh, up in Ontario, or was that when you were at Gillette College? Just tell us the story when you yeah. first met Coach Sprinkle. Okay, so um, I, uh, yeah, I had two interviews over at Gillette College with uh, Coach uh, Sean Neary and uh, Tony Shamber. And so I was, I, I narrowed my list down to three schools before Coach Spring, he got in the mix when he was at uh, an assistant at Cal State Fullerton. Um, I narrowed my list down to Eastern Michigan, uh, South Florida, and uh, North Texas. And I just came back from my visit from North Texas. And uh, and I remember Coach Lee calling me and asking me, like, hey, like, uh, there's a, a coach at Cal State Fullerton that just wants to talk to you and he's, he's interested in recruiting you and just if you want to give him a chance. And I remember I was burnt out from visits. And I remember asking a lot of some of my mentors about visits and how it is and they told me like you kind of like it's, it takes a wear and tear on you just visiting and like every other weekend and stuff so I kind of have my mindset on North Texas but I still gave Coach Frank the chance because like uh, just for him to even like just being in that position as a kid again like dreaming of getting recruited and stuff it was all happening for me so like I respected everybody that contacted me and Sprinkle Sprinkle gave me a shout and I remember um, it just happened too late so like my mind was already set on North Texas, and uh, I text. I actually texted him back, and I said after like the recruiting process, I said, "Hey, like I appreciate you for your time and everything. I really like genuinely appreciate it. But I think I made my decision, and I, I'll probably be attending the University of North Texas, which I did. And just as unreal as a human being he is, and just the character he has, like he texted me back. A lot of coaches would just be like, "Oh, okay, whatever. Just it is what it is." But he texted me back and was like, "Man, they got a great staff over there. You're going to do great things. I, I'm." I'm I'm excited to follow you, da da da. And just he actually had a genuine care for me, so it just like it kind of blew me away because I remember that a lot of other schools were just like, oh, "All right, man, well, good luck and bye." And uh, so, and then after after I didn't have my success at North Texas, after I blown my knee out for the first year and had a transitioning period where I really didn't figure it out, kind of fell behind some great players that were there. I took my academics very seriously, and um, and uh, so I had the chance to be a grad transfer, and little behold, like the guy who one of the most outstanding human beings on this earth contacted my contact my phone and he was in a position of being a head coach this time and from that jump it's just like hey man like i don't i don't want to i don't want to mess this up again and I'm, I'm a head coach and i want you to come play for me so it was just all, all she wrote from there it's so fascinating too to think about you guys going to the big side championship game last year falling uh-huh. short against eastern washington but then you, Xavier Bishop, Ahmed Adamu, like you said, the booster support and everybody helping bring you back. But before that all happened, in the meantime, you have the heartbreak of the championship loss. And then your guys at North Texas, one of the Cinderella stories of the big dance last year. I was in Indy, and I watched them uh, pull a couple different upsets. So that must have been crazy for you to watch, you know, probably rooting them on and loving your buddies doing it, but also maybe yeah. feeling a little left out, too. 
No, yeah, nah, like for sure, man. Like I remember when we, like, I remember they, I called them after our semifinal win, our thriller uh, against Southern Utah, and they ended up beating. I want to say it was La Tech that their semifinal. Right. And I was on the phone with them, and we was all just laughing and stuff. And someone with them were like saying, like, "Hey, how come you couldn't do that at North Texas and stuff, making jokes and stuff?" But it's just those guys, man. Those guys, like, I built a relationship with them that is like beyond basketball. Like I talked to. JJ Murray, uh, a senior over there, uh, every single day. Like I talk to, I check in with him all the time. And uh, Thomas Bell, one of my good friends, Javion Hamlet, uh, James Reese. Those guys are guys that I'm gonna hold on to for the rest of my life. And uh, I, I was rooting for them every step of the way. But like I had that after I found out I was coming back to Montana State. Like I had that same drive and same thing. Like I didn't, I didn't want like just having somebody you know make it. Like just kind of makes you want to make it much more. Like you know so. Uh, it was amazing seeing them do what they did at North Texas, but I don't ultimately want to do the same thing here at Montana State. Abdul Muhammad joining us here on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. He's a senior at Montana State. They're heading to the big dance here on Friday in San Diego. And Abdul, one thing I've talked about with Coach Sprinkle as well as Xavier Bishop, one of the great parts about sports is sometimes the way that you have to respond after you lose. And you mentioned, you know, sort of seeing the success of those guys in North Texas. You guys also had the loss in the Big Sky Championship game last year. And then you also had the loss in Missoula to the Grizz. And it seemed like that loss might have been the thing that actually springboarded you because you guys haven't lost since. So how much of an influence did, did it have on you, maybe not performing your best uh, in Missoula and sort of setting the stage for what has been now just this torrid run the last two weeks? Uh, this team has just been resilient all year, man. They responded well to losses. We responded very well to losses, and we've like taken it very personal and stuff. And we really, ultimately, like believe like how good we are. So, like that loss, I don't, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't say that we we walked into there not ex- expecting it. Like we don't, we all week we understood they're a physical team and they're and it's a cat grizz game. The state of Montana is really lives uh, Montana State and uh, Montana uh, rivalry. So, like. After that game, man, it was just it just came into like I remember we walked into the arena after the after the bus ride home and we walked in and Coach Spring took like five minutes of his time and he was showing us the banners and stuff and he told us like we're about to get into this home stretch, like there's this banner up here and it says men's basketball and the last team to go to the dance was in nineteen ninety six, which was his freshman year. The two thousand and two was the last team to win a regular season uh uh, the regular season so he told us like if you want to do something special and cement your legacy like now's the time to like really dig deep and find something and we've always like the reason I came back here to was win the regular season and go to March Madness like that's what we all had in our minds we didn't have anything we didn't want to make a deep run in the postseason at Big Sky we didn't want any of that we wanted to do exactly that win and uh, so once we lost like I wouldn't say that was a driving factor because we've always responded well to losses but it just kind of put things into perspective, like now's the time to come on because March is right around the corner and the Cubs term is right around the corner. And uh, we responded well against Southern Utah at home to uh, win a share of the, uh, the title. And then, again, the thing was we didn't want to share a title, so we had that game against Sac State, and uh, that was another thing to get over. And we just take it one game at a time. Well, now March is here. The madness is about to descend upon all of us. You guys are going to be in sunny San Diego getting that tournament site kicked off. So what do you yeah. think of the draw? What do you think of the draw with Texas Tech? And what do you think of just going to the big dance? It's amazing, man. Again, seeing that, seeing our names on uh, Selection Sunday and just being told where we're going to be, our location, just seeing all that is so surreal, man. Like, I'm telling most of my teammates now, man, it still hasn't hit me. It probably won't even hit me until I board the plane, but I'm just still at shock. And uh, it's just it's a lot of hard work paid off. And this, the University of Montana State just really deserves this. It's been a long time, and they've been hungry for it, and I'm just happy to be a part of a great team led by probably the greatest coach ever at Montana State history, in my opinion. Uh, no disrespect to any other coaches, but just a guy who genuinely cares for this university, who walked in our shoes, and who's going to lead us to March Madness. And I know we're going to do great things. And uh, I'm just, I'm just excited, happy. Like emotions are all over the place, man. Well, last thing for you, then I went to Indianapolis last year, and it was such a unique experience with the tournament all being in one place. So I was able to hit up 14 games in four days, including watching number 14 seed Abilene Christian take out number three Texas. So it can be done. How do you guys have the confidence, though, to understand that it can be done? And what's it going to take for Montana State to pull the upset on Friday? 
Well, we know North, we know uh, Texas Tech's a great team, but uh, at the same time, man, everybody everybody puts their shoes on the same way. Everyone puts their jersey on the same way, and uh, we're just overly confident in ourselves, man. We got great experience from the upperclassmen, and we got great confidence from our younger guys, and we just that's how we roll, man. We got great numbers, and we got depth in our numbers, and we believe in one each other, and we believed all year, man. Like the talk of the whole year was smelling the chicken wings. We were talking about that in Colorado, the first game of our regular season. And we would, we've seen this moment coming and we've already handled it in the big sky. And uh, we've seen getting the March, we've envisioned getting the March Madness. So it's just belief and hard work. And I know, I know we're set because we have great leaders ahead of us. And we have got people that have really support us. And I know we're going to have a great, a great outing there. Abdul Muhammad, Montana State senior, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, man. Best of luck on Friday. For sure, man. Thank you for having me. Much love. Much love to you, Dooley. That was a great interview, man. That kid's fun. He's always having fun. It's fun to get to know these guys, too, for sure. Especially these some of these athletes right now, too, they're so much older, so they have such a different perspective, like such winding jur- journeys to get to where they're at. We're not quite to San Diego. We'll be there about noon tomorrow. But Alex Eschman, she is SWX Montana reporter from the ground in Southern California. Next, keep it right here. Nuanas Now. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana, a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. State champions were crowned across high school hoops in the state of Montana over the weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. At the Class AA tournaments in Billings over the weekend, Billings Skyview has its first girls state championship after defeating Western AA's best Missoula Hellgate 54-44. Skyview sophomore Brianna Williams poured in 25 points, and the Falcons won their first state championship since the high school opened in 1984. Just a few years ago, Skyview finished 1-19, marking one of the great rebuilds in state history. Missoula Hellgate was the Western AA champions, and they fall in the state championship game for the second time in three years. Hellgate senior Bailey Saylor led the Knights with 18 points in the loss. In the AA boys tournament, Braden Cook hit a three-pointer at the buzzer to lift Helena Capital to a 53-50 win over Billing Skyview in the tournament semifinals, ensuring that the Bruins would get a shot at the state championship in the title game. Cook and the Bruins had no problem dispatching of Eastern AA number one Bozeman, defeating the Hawks 62-48. And finally in Missoula at the Class A state championships, Dougie Peoples of Butte Central made a moment straight out of a movie when he drilled a 25-footer at the buzzer to cap a 37-point state title outing and lift Butte Central to a 61-58 win over Lewistown to give the Maroons their first Class A state championship since 1992. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. What up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Can't tell you how many how much Katy Perry I listened to last week at the Big Sky Tournament. That's a different story for a different segment. But gosh, the only part that's not good about watching 20 basketball games in a row is watching the same promotions to a new crowd when you're the only one in the crowd that remains. Unbelievable how much I get these things imprinted in my mind and then in my dreams and nightmares. Hope you're having an outstanding Wednesday. 
We are in our last show of the week from Montana. We'll be hitting the road, or I guess hitting the, the airplane tomorrow morning. Flying out of Spokane to San Diego. Can't wait to head to the NCAA tournament for the second year in a row. Our tournament takeover continues. Myself and Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, will be riding down to go cover Montana State. The men's basketball team plays in the NCAA tournament Friday morning on the San Diego State campus against third-seeded Texas Tech. We go down to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in a great friend of this show. That's someone we haven't caught up with in a couple weeks. She's a California girl as well. Alex Eshelman joins us now. And Alex, I know you're already in San Diego. You must be so happy to get some sunshine. Oh my gosh, Coulter. Well, first of all, it's funny. We're we're in full go mode, like you were just saying. When with all these tournaments, I just got out of the elevator at the team hotel and now I'm standing outside. And to your point, it's sunny in seventy. And it is it's just perfect. So you should be very excited right now, not only because you get to watch the Bobcats, but also because the weather is perfect. Well, I was getting my haircut today, and I was thinking, as the snow <laughs> fell down from the sky in Missoula, I was thinking, oh, this is perfect. I cannot wait to go to San Diego. It's just stupid that it's snowing in the middle of March right, right. now in Montana. We're going to get to the, the trip that you're on. We're going to get to the trip you're on right now down there in California, but we got to ask you about. The weekend that was, you didn't come to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise because you were on assignment there in Bozeman, and it sounded like the yeah. Class B tournaments for both boys and girls were amazing. So we'll get into some of the details, but Bradley, what would you think? Your first time covering a tournament at the Brick it must have been pretty fun. Oh, my gosh. It was, and of all of the classes, I would put Class B up there with, I mean, it might, those that fan base, especially, um, you know, the Lodgegrass and Harlem game culture, that fan base of both of those teams, unbelievable. I I would put those fans up as some of the best fans in the entire country of anything. They're so loyal. They're as loud as it gets. They They really are second to none, and it just made for an incredible experience at the Brick. Well, Lodgegrass came into it as the boys' two-time defending champions, and they lost a heartbreaker to Harlem. But I thought that some of the scenes that I watched from your highlights on SWX Montana and some of the photos that I saw as well, I mean, Harlem had their traditional garb on. The coaches had the Pendleton vests with the traditional braids. And Lodgegrass, same deal. But I thought that the moment after the game, though, because, I mean, Damon Grovant has become a legend in Montana high school basketball, one of the great players to ever come out of uh, Montana, and definitely one of the great players to come off a uh, Montana Indian Reservation for sure, breaking Elvis right. Obol's records and all that. But I thought that the moment mm-hmm. after the game where Harlem was at the same time celebrating and also consoling those Lodgegrass boys, I thought that that was pretty amazing. It was amazing. And it was, you know, you just don't see that. You don't really see that with a lot of teams for most of the team to go over and pat the the opposing team on the back and, you know, look at them in the eyes, shake their hand and say, Hey, don't, and pick them up. I mean, it was, it was sad. It was a lot of those guys last game. And, um, you could see that on their faces. You could see the emotion. Uh, but to say that was a, a classy move, uh, from Harlem was, uh, you know, you can, you can't, it, that's just the very least that you could say about that. Well, in Harlem, it seemed like they maybe, uh, Emptied the tank against Lodgegrass, the defending champions, because in the Boys State Championship game, Three Forks kind of had their way. But just take us through that that, that outcome, because Three Forks, I used to play hoops with Terry Hauser all the time, the Three Forks head coach, and it uh, seems like he's really put his imprint on that program. So what did Three Forks do well? How were they able to um, sort of outlast uh, Harlem in the, in the Class B Boys State Championship? Yeah, that's a good question, Coulter. And I think they're, first of all, it's March, and it's not just March for, for, for college teams. It, it is March madness for every uh, level across the board. And so I think that really any team has, has the upper hand and has the advantage because it's tournament play, and everybody just wants, wants it. And so it was an interesting storyline because both Three Forks and Harlem hadn't won a state title in over two decades. Uh, for for three forks, it was 24 years or 21 years, excuse me. Um, and the last time they did win was 
that uh, Coach Hauser and as well as another assistant coach of his were on the team. So I just think and it, what Terry said after the game, it actually kind of gave me chills. He said, you know, we saw that Montana State women's basketball won the Big Sky. We saw that the men's team also won the Big Sky championship. I said to these, I said to my team before the game, I couldn't write a better script. This is our time. So for them, it was it was kind of written in, in the stars for them. Well, very cool. Alex Eshelman joining us. It's our Montana State Minute presented in part by J&V Restaurant Supply. Alex is a reporter at SWX Montana Television. You're listening and or watching Nuanas Now, both on ESPN Radio as well as on SWX Montana Television. J&V Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. They have three locations, Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls, or you can visit online at jvrestaurant.com. J&V, proud to sponsor athletics across Montana. Get everything for your next event at J&V, your restaurant specialist. And uh, one last question about the state tournaments before we talk about this NCAA tournament. What did you think of the girls' action, and how was Cole Strip able to do it? It seemed like uh, they really count lighting in a bottle as well. So what did you think of the overall girls' Class B tournament? Yeah, Cole Strip, they just came out hot, Coulter. I think that from right out of the gate, um, first of all, kudos to Jefferson. That was their first time making it to finals ever. Um, so you can see the success that's continuing to build within that girls' program there. Um, and, and they did a good job right out of the gate. They kind of had the upper hand, but quickly Cole Strip took it back and just kind of the, the momentum shifted um, with a number of those girls on the team, uh, I think the depth really. They had they had a number of players that were able to step up and make shots and um, just contribute. So I think that really was was the difference maker there for the for the elongated period of the game. Uh, just a number. The, the the team was just kind of stacked with with some great players. Well, let's talk about this big dance now. First of all, what, what was it like just traveling down there? I mean, how's the uh, the vibe around the teams, and and what was it like just kind of being on the plane with the MSU men? How are they feeling? Are they looking looking tight, or they are you feeling like this team's ready for an upset? What was sort of the vibe on the travels down to San Diego? I I'll say one word: excited. Just just taking it all in. It was so fun. Be sure to watch SWX Montana tonight too. I'm just gonna do. A little promo here for a second. Oh, please do. Carter Ash, Carter Ash takes over the mic. He's got a future in television, guys. And speaking of which, he's walking into the hotel right now with a couple of his teammates, and uh, he takes over the mic and asks a number of his teammates some really hard-hitting questions. And it's going to be on TV tonight, so be sure to stay tuned from that, especially because he's a Bozeman native. So you have to love that. You gotta love it. This this roster has such a great flavor to it because you have guys from all over the world. I mean, Spain, United Kingdom, right. Canada, and then you got like Carter Ash from from Montana, and then you got guys like Xavier Bishop from Springfield, Illinois, and, and all that. So, right. Um, it seems like though this team they get along so well. So, I mean, how much do you think that's contributed to their success, and how much do you think that gives them a chance uh, in this game against Texas Tech on Friday? That's a great question, Coulter. And we talked to Jabril and um, Amin Adamu about that. We, uh, I asked them yesterday before we uh, did hit the road. I said, what is you know special about this team that's allowed you to accomplish everything that you have this season? And they said that we really do love each other as brothers. Like, there are a lot of teams that like each other, but this team genuinely loves each other. And we have such different backgrounds, but that kind of, you know, plays into the love that we have for each other and the, the admire, you know, they're, they, they all inspire each other in different ways. And it's just that, that special bond that, that not a lot of teams can have, but you know, when you have it within a team. And I think that this, this group definitely has that genuine connection. Well, no doubt about it. And uh, it should be a fun one. Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television, joining us here. On to on is now. It's our Montana State Minute. And Alex, we'll be getting there about uh, mid-afternoon tomorrow, so I will uh, shoot you a text when we get into town. But the best of luck with all your work, and best of luck enjoying the sunshine, and very much look forward to seeing you later this week. I love it, Coulter. Excited to see you in San Diego, and uh, we'll talk soon. Alex Esselman, best around. We're heading to San Diego to meet up with her 
to cover Montana State on Friday. We'll be doing this show from San Diego on Thursday as well. How about that Class B tournament? One of the coaches, Ben Johnson, of the Cole Strip High School girls basketball team. He joins us next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Radio. No, it's darker than a dungeon, and it's deeper than a well. So sometimes I imagine that I'm getting pretty close to hell. And in my darkest hour, I cry out to the Lord. If you're not into him yet, get on the train. Tyler Childers. So good. Such a good songwriter. This one all about coal mining. It's an old school feel, man. Reminds me of my pops. Working in the underground mines for a long, long time to help us uh, make it as a family. Speaking of coal... Cole Strip, back on the map, the girls' basketball team. Their first Class B state championship in decades as they defeat Jefferson 56-43, to the first ever state championship game appearance for Jefferson and the first title in a generation for Cole Strip. Our continuing state tournament coverage continues here on Nuanas Now at CSPN Radio. Happy to introduce another Prep Extra segment on Nuanez Now. I'm Andrew Houghton. Joining me over the phone, Cole Strip girls basketball coach Ben Johnson. Just a couple days after Cole Strip beat Jefferson 56-43 to to win the Class B state title in girls basketball. Ben, thanks for coming on with me. First of all, congratulations on the title. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man, of course. Just just walk me through it. I mean, this is only a couple days after you guys won it. Just what have been the emotions these last couple days? You know, for these girls, it's been, um, uh, yes, yeah, some major highs. They were hungry and, and a little bit, um, you know, uh, upset and, and um, sour about the last few years. You know, they would get to a certain point and get beat out right away. So when I came in this year as a first-year head coach here, um, our goal was from day one to be playing March 12th in the championship, and um, we never swayed from that. No doubt. And also, Avenger guys only lost of the season because you guys had lost to Jefferson back in the regular season. Just what was it like going into that game, knowing that that was the only team that had, that had beaten you? Uh, yeah, and you always want that. You know, you get beat by somebody, you want, hey, give me another shot. And uh, we were fortunate enough, uh, we thought we would meet them in divisionals uh, and did not. So uh, what a better platform than the, the state championship game. And um, be honest, that was our third game of the year. And um, the night before, we had uh, put everything out there to beat uh, defending state championship team Big Timber. Um, no excuse. We just didn't play our game. And and um, on Saturday, it showed that we were we were the better team and probably should have never lost all year. What was the championship game like? Um, what, what was your guys' plan going into it, and sort of how did it play out? Um, well, we knew we had to control Rachel, um, number 11 for Boulder, and also uh, their point, uh, number 22, uh, um, Brenna Wolf. Uh, we had to keep them under control. We knew they were going to get points, but we just couldn't let them get out of hand. And uh, as you know, Rachel averaged 27 um, for the tournament um, than two nights before, but we held her to 15. So uh, that's been our thing all year. We have a tough defense, and we were uh, very physical and, and, and kept them two under control. Ben Johnson, head coach of the Cole Strip girls basketball team, joining us on Nuanez Now. Prep Extra just a few days after Cole Strip won the, the Class B girls state basketball championship. Ben, not a new feeling for, for you. I know you'd won a state title previously at, at Gardiner, but like you said, your first year coming into this team, what was the story this year for you guys? Again, they, they were hungry. Um, I took over a good program, and it was my job to make it a great program. 
Um, and, and that's what I did. I had to clean some things up. You know, we uh, all season we would get ourselves in foul trouble and um, too many turnovers. Um, so that was what we harped on and worked on all season is to start controlling the game a little bit better and not fouling so much because my bench was not deep at all. And we kind of got in a little foul trouble that championship game, but uh, our resilience and um, headsy play kept us in the game, and, and we were able to keep people on the floor. Tell me a little bit more about your team. I mean, who were the who were the girls that carried you? Who were the girls that you relied on? And what was sort of the makeup of your team? Um, th- there's my number one thing. Um, there was no one leader of this team. Yeah, I had some girls that maybe had leading, you know, average better scoring than others, but each and every night somebody different stepped up. Um, and I had five girls that on any night could be in double figures or, or more. Um, you know, so it was just a sound team, one through five. And then I had a great um, uh, six man coming off the bench. And it, it was a problem for teams because you didn't, you didn't know who to stop. When you guys really got rolling, and, and like you said, you know, only the one loss all season, and it was a bit of a unique circumstance because you guys had just played Big Timber the night before. But when you guys really got rolling, I mean, what did it look like? What was your style of play that you wanted to play? Um, well, I'm a, you know, I'm an up-tempo guy, um, and it fits these girls. It fits this area. Um, they like to get out and run, but I also wanted to teach them that we got to sit down and play tough half-court defense. Um, and we did that starting in the, you know, the divisional tournament. Um, prior to that all season, we ran a little full-court press which um, was effective, but as we got going, we realized that it wasn't going to be something we were going to rely on uh, when we got to tournament time, um, just just because uh, our team defense was so phenomenal in the half-court set. Absolutely. It's Ben Johnson, head coach of the Cole Strip girls basketball team, joining us just a few days after the Phillies won the Class B state title over the weekend. Ben, just go back to that game for me one more time. What were the emotions for you like right after the game and seeing the girls celebrating so much? I mean, like you said, something where they had to break through this year because they'd, they'd fallen short the last couple of years and they came back hungry for it. And they did. And, you know, just to see them uh, play it out uh, minute by minute, quarter by quarter, um, doing exactly what we've worked on all year of, of trying to win quarter at a time and then you know when we know it's time to bury them you know we just put the hammer down and 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 just go for it it's it's an all-out sprint to the finish is is how we like to say it and you know for me uh, i'm proud of them uh like to say probably the best group of girls i've coached so far in my career um and it it makes the coaching uh a little easier when they're uh, coachable and they want it just as bad um since like i say it's been since 99 since they hung a banner in the rafters here at the gym so um it's a big step, and for me, uh, you know, now I can say as a coach that I want it on the Grizz floor and I want it on the Cats floor. It's uh, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, have you have you guys hung up the new banner yet, or is that something that's going to happen a little bit later? Uh, it's going to happen a little bit later, and they're planning on trying to do it before the seniors leave school, so we can have a little ceremony in the gym and 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 raise it up. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to Ben Johnson, head coach of the Cole Strip Girls basketball team. After winning the Class B state title over the weekend at the Burke Breeden Fieldhouse in Bozeman, Coach, congratulations again. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, good luck heading forward. Thank you. I appreciate it, and, and we look forward to uh, trying to do it again. There you go. Ben Johnson, Cole Strip, the Class B state champions in girls hoops. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. First of all, you want wings? Text us, 406-888-1029. It's a Wing of Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We got a dozen wings for you. 888-1029. All you got to do is text us. First person to do it, we got 12 wings for you. Thanks to the Despo for helping us present our high school sports coverage for the month of March. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Montana State Athletic Director Leon Costello live here on Nuanas Now. It's our ESPN Roundtable. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.